This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So as the weather warms up, we're outside gardening or doing yard work. There are so many opportunities for skin issues, right? And for me, it's always a mystery to know what's going to irritate my skin, but I'm definitely out there itching and scratching. But the good news is active skin repair always seems to save the day. Active skin repair can be used to treat a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, making it suitable for use on all skin types, all parts of the body, and even on rosacea, eczema, and acne-prone skin. Here's what I want you to do. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and get 20% off your order when you use code JOYFUL. Again, that's www.ActiveSkinRepair.com. Find out more about the product and get 20% off your order when you use the code JOYFUL. Hey, everybody. This is Casey, and you are listening to the Joyful Courage Parenting Podcast. So today is a solo show. I'm going to be talking about an experience I had last weekend in Long Island, New York at a fantastic workshop that I went to. So I shared a little bit about it on social media and the response was, we want to hear more. So I'm going to do a little solo show and tell you about what I did last weekend because you asked for it. So get ready and it won't be too long, but listen, because I got lots of really fun things to say. Okay, so last weekend, which was September 25th, 26th, 27th, I had the honor of going to a workshop called Grace in Long Island, New York. And the trainer for this workshop, her name is Krista Petty Raymer. She is my friend, she is my mentor, my guide, my teacher, my neighbor. She is just somebody that I am so, so grateful has shown up in my life. She has definitely put a new curve on my path, and I am super honored to be learning from her right now. And I'm in a program of hers that is elevating my own coaching and facilitation practice, and part of the program is to attend her training, which is called Grace, that she has developed and nurtured over the last 20 years, Grace for Women. And um, I also have my very first best friend, Amy Prakowski. Shout out to you, Amy. Love you, girl. Who just happened to move to White Plains, New York. And so as I was looking at my calendar, I thought, hmm, I could do two things here. And so last Wednesday, I flew into White Plains, got some time with my girl, and then I took the train from Connecticut to Penn Station. And then I had to get on another train in Penn Station to... Farmingdale, New York. And, you know, a lot of you might be listening thinking like, oh, cool. 
Yeah, this is a really big deal because I don't take public transit, not because I'm like, ew, public transit, but because there's no, I mean, I live out in the sticks in Washington state. There's no, I mean, there's buses, but I'd have to drive to catch a bus. And then where would I take the bus? Like, I don't go anywhere that requires me to take a bus, let alone like a subway. Oh my God. Um, so anyway, you know, I had this whole image of myself as being kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm really worldly or I'm really, you know, I can, I'm up for anything. I'm adventurous. Yeah. And then <laughs> I am taking trains and like changing trains and I'm, I'm in New York City, right? Penn State is, or Penn Station is in New York City underneath it. Like I never went out to the street level. So, you know, I guess I was in New York City. But I, my worldly view of myself was totally shattered. Like I was not totally a basket case, but I could see it on the horizon. I could see panic and anxiety on the horizon. I kept it together. I was good. I did have to call my mom <laughs> um, at one point just to chat, you know. But anyway, I made my way to Long Island to this um, workshop, and it was such an incredible two and a half days. But so prior to this, just kind of leading up, because I show up at the um, training and, and part of my job is yes, to facilitate or not to facilitate, but to participate, but also to be observing because, you know, ultimately I'm hoping that I get to be a part of facilitating this magic for women. And so my goal was to really notice the interface the way that the participants were connecting with the context of the training. And as I began to think about that, as the workshop started, I recognized that this was actually a bigger theme for me. So like I mentioned, I live in small town, Washington State. I grew up in Orange County, California, in kind of the bubble of Orange County. And all of my life, except for a brief period after college, I lived in Costa Rica for like eight or nine months, which was incredible. But other than that experience, you know, I've pretty much found myself in white America. I mean, I go to the grocery store. The people on the covers of magazines are most of the time white. The checkers, the people at my – the kids at my, my children's school, everybody I interact with pretty much on a daily basis is white which is not a big deal. It just is what it is. And um, But it's been kind of rubbing me a little bit. And I've been listening to a podcast called Another Round. Shout out to Heaven and Tracy. Oh, my God. I love you girls. Um, they are hilarious. They are brilliant. They are two African-American women in New York City who's um, who are speaking about race and gender. And it is so, I'm so grateful that I found them because I feel like they give me a little window to look out of in, into the experiences of people that are not white, right? So it really has begun to broaden my mind just to, around the the privilege that I um, I don't even I mean I I think that I'm pretty. Well, I don't know. I'm such a white girl. And a lot of the privilege that I have, I'm unaware of. Um, I think that I'm pretty broad-minded at this point around how much privilege I have just being white in America. But not only that, you know, I was raised in a family where 
you know, if, if we wanted something or needed something, it was available to us. I was able to go to college. You know, I have a lot of support financially um, from my family. And, you know, that there's a level of privilege there. There's a level of stress that I don't ever have to feel because I know that if, you know, shit goes down, I can lean on my parents for financial support. And I recognize that that is not the story of the vast majority of people in the world. I recognize how privileged I am. But listening to Tracy in Heaven has just made me ever more aware of um, the experiences of black and brown people in our country. And so anyway, this is kind of hot on my mind, right? And I go into this training and I'm, you know, ridden on the train to get there and I've kind of milled around at Penn Station recognizing like everywhere I went there was diversity, whether it was like Rite Aid grocery store with my girlfriend or out to dinner, like there was so much diversity everywhere in this East Coast experience for me and it was just so glorious. It was so beautiful. And so then I get to this training and in walks, you know, 49 of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life. Women all shades. Hey friends, as a podcast listener myself, I always get so excited to share when I find a new show that I think is super useful. So today I want to tell you about Understood Explains. This is a podcast that tackles one important topic per season, and this season is all about navigating individualized education plans and is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Urtube. Getting the support our kids need in school can feel tricky, and we aren't always sure what it is that they need. When I listened to the episode titled, Does My Child Need an IEP?, it offered up so much useful information that I could really see supporting parents who are in this consideration. The host is so knowledgeable and really breaks down the content in a way that helps listener go from completely overwhelmed to actually starting to feel empowered. Other episodes in the series highlight the difference between IEPs and 504 plans, as well as a whole episode that busts common myths about special education. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Understood Explains. So check it out. You won't be sorry. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Thank God. Spring into summer is my favorite time of year. After turning 50 last September, I've been really working on my physical health and well-being and can honestly say that I am feeling better in my body than I have felt in a very long time. Yes, credit goes to movement and working out, but even more credit goes to how I'm feeding my body. That's why I love Factor. I fuel up with Factor's no prep, no mess meals, 35 different meal choices, and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. I always have a new flavor to explore. It's amazing. You can crush your wellness goals this May, keep time in the kitchen to a minimum, and enjoy effortless support for the lifestyle you want to be living with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust from Factor. Head over to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use the code joyful50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. 
That's code JOYFUL50 at factormeals.com slash JOYFUL50. Again, that's 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Yes, yes, yes. Join me. Join me in the health revolution and feel really good this summer. all colors, all the cultures, all the religions. I swear it was the most diverse group of people that I have probably ever been in in my life. And I got to recognize how they were interfacing with the context of the workshop. So I just wanted to like start off talking about that. Like that alone, I recognized, oh my gosh, I've been interfacing with context since I got off the plane in White Plain. Like my own context was this um, this world of, of rich diversity, and I was starting to see how I interfaced with that. So that put me into the workshop. And then I get into the workshop, which I've been at before, um, and I got to witness just the most beautiful, beautiful growth and learning you can't even I can't even really put it into words how amazing it was um and really um my own intention going into the workshop my own way of being that I was paying attention to was focus and flow I tend to be really good with flow I tend to um, have a difficult time holding both focus and flow so what I mean by that is Um, flowing with what comes for me means that I lose focus, I'm easily distracted, and I'm not ultimately reaching my goals because for whatever reasons, because I'm distracted, because I get worried, because I get overwhelmed, you know, all sorts of things get in my way and keep me from ultimately achieving my dreams. So this weekend, it was really – a lovely opportunity for me to recognize focus and flow in action. So Grace the Workshop is really an opportunity to define your desired way of being. Like, who do you want to be? What qualities is your life lacking that you want to have available to you? And then how to meet your life in a way that allows you to live those ways of being. Does that make sense? So, you know, for me, I choose compassion and non-judgment and love, right? That's how I want to show up in all the relationships in my life, whether it be with my kids, my partner, my parents, my friends, the, you know, the people I meet on the street. I want to move through the world with compassion, love, and non-judgment. That's just my mantra. And then I am—I come face-to-face with my 12-year-old who is ready to have a meltdown and doesn't want to go to school because she can't seem to fix her hair the way that she likes it. <laughs> yeah. So compassion, love, non-judgment. Compassion, love, non-judgment, right? That's what I'm saying over and over in my mind. And You know, grace is a two and a half day opportunity to really begin to practice how to come up against the rub, right? How to come up against the eye roll or the partner that's turning away or the parent 
who is continuing to judge you or whatever shows up in your life that kind of spins you out. It's a practice. It's an opportunity to practice choosing in to your intended way of being. I love that. Choosing in. Like I'm going to choose no matter what. How It doesn't matter how you treat me. It doesn't matter the experiences or the challenges that show up in my life. I am choosing compassion, love, and non-judgment, right? And, and the really, really powerful thing about the workshop experience is choosing that in your mind is one thing, right? And we all know this, right? Like, I'm going to lose weight. I'm not going to eat sugar, whatever. We make these declarations. And then it's like, you know, it, it doesn't stick, right? So choosing one thing, choosing in our head is one thing, but then practicing what that means in the body is a whole nother thing. So this experience, you know, was just so powerful to watch these women, this diverse, beautiful group of women declare what they need more of in their life, what they, how they want to be in their life. And then move through the room, move through the, the budding relationships that were happening within themselves, with each other, with the facilitators, watching them move through the room and continuously choose to express that intention. And something that I loved that Krista, the leader, would continue to come back to is we're going to let the body lead and the mind follow. Right, If we can start to embody who we want to be, live it with the way that we move, we move and, and, and really know where does compassion live in my body? How can I hold myself with an open heart, available, non-judgmental, loving? How can I move through the world with my body in a way that allows for love, compassion, and non-judgment? So letting the body lead and the mind will follow. That was like one of the mantras that I loved, loved, loved. Um, but also the whole idea around we cannot control always the experiences that show up in our life, right? We just, we can't. Shit happens, right? People are having their own experiences all around us. We cannot control how they interact with us, really. Um but what we can, where we do have power is in our response. And um, what, I, what I've learned from Krista, which I love, is the whole idea of responsible, being responsible. Having personal responsibility means I'm going to choose for myself. I'm going to choose the response that is in alignment with the way that I want to show up in the world. And guess what? That experience, that response together creates the outcome. So knowing the outcome that you want in your life, closer relationships, better connection, um, more compassion, um, you know, you decide the outcomes that you want in your life, more peace in your body, you decide the outcomes. And then it doesn't matter the experiences that show up because you always get to choose. There's always a moment of choice in how you respond to that experience. And the way that you respond is ultimately going to influence the outcome. And that's super exciting to me. You know, I get so sad um, when I hear people speaking into their life experience or, or a current situation that is challenging them. And... You know, you can hear in their storytelling that they really feel like there's no space for them 
to have any influence on the situation. It's really a place of desperation when we feel like this is just the way my life is. This is the way it's always been. I can't do anything about this, you know, and we and we can. We can. We There's always space for us to influence the experiences that we're having in our life. And, you know, that's pretty much what I got to witness in New York is this room full of women who were learning how to move, how to interact, where to intersect with experience in a way that allowed them ultimately to influence the outcome, to move in the direction of the life that they wanted to live, wholehearted living, right? Krista says it, Brené Brown says it. We have to be willing to open up and explore what it is that's holding us back. And that's what I got to witness. These beautiful women, so much courage and vulnerability in the room. Like even right now, it's making me a little um, emotional to be able to witness an entire group of women finding that the power that they desire, the compassion that they're looking for, the peace of mind that they've always wanted already lives inside of them. And it already lives inside of you. You know, when you think about what are the outcomes you want in your life, where in your life, whether it's, you know, this is a parenting podcast, so most of you listening are probably parents, right? So when you think about being a parent, and you think about being a partner if you're if you're in a relationship as well and you think about what's missing in those relationships um think about what you're struggling with in those relationships and then consider possibly that that love that that you want more of that that understanding connection compassion that you want more of in your life it's already inside of you that you can tap into it at any moment And for some of us, that requires peeling back some layers, right? Because over time in our life, we've had all sorts of experiences. I mean, from the very beginning, from being children in our our original family system, there's all sorts of learning and perspective taking that shows up. And we started to put layers and layers on top of each other, kind of like an onion, right? Layers and layers of patterns and beliefs and ideas about ourselves, ideas about the world. And um, a lot of the time, those layers were helpful, right? They kept us safe. They allowed us to come to some kind of understanding about the world. And my guess is if you're feeling as though things aren't working, if you're not happy in your life, it comes from the fact that the old belief systems, the layers that you've piled on, they aren't serving you anymore. And um, our body really knows what's familiar, right? And so that's why when we say things like, I'm not going to eat any more sugar or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to start to exercise or I'm not going to yell at my kids so much. You know, it's one thing to make the declaration. It's another thing to teach your body something different. 
When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play, and we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts. And I talk about this in some of my e-courses, the idea that when we show up to go on a hike, right, and we show up at the trailhead and um, it's a popular hike, so the path is laid. The path is really clear, right? And you don't even really have to think about where you go because it's obvious. It's a late – thousands of people have walked that path. And if you look over to the side, you might notice a game trail, right, and a – a very subtle path that perhaps just the deer walk. But, and you can't really see it, but y- you know you kind of notice a little indent in the undergrowth, right? Well, imagine if you started walking that path. You would have to pay a lot more attention, right? Because it's overgrown and there might be sticks or vines or things that trip you up. You have to pay attention. You have to be intentional, right? You have to be intentional walking down that game trail. But if every time people showed up on that on that um, hike, they started to take the game trail gingerly with intention over time, that path is going to get worn down and the other path is going to get grown over. And it's the same thing that happens in our brains when we choose differently, whether it's with diet or exercise or parenting or relationship, when we choose and decide to show up differently we have to be intentional about it. It takes practice and it's slow going and it's possible, right? But our body knows what's familiar, which is why when we get when we decide I am not going to yell at my kids anymore. I'm going to show up differently for my kids and then we are confronted by a child who is, you know, 
doing whatever they do that trigger us personally, we snap back to that old way of being and we yell because we're overwhelmed by that emotion, right? We're overwhelmed and every intention we have goes out the window. So when I work with parents and um, what Krista's doing in this workshop is really helping people to teach their body something different, to teach how to show up in those overwhelming moments where, and it might be anger that we're feeling, it could be fear, it could be embarrassment, it could be deep sadness, whatever the emotion is that's showing up for us, that's snapping us back to this old pattern, we need to teach ourselves to show up differently in that moment. And that's what grace is all about. It really takes our work of of human beingness to a whole nother level. And to get to witness this with 49 beautiful creatures in the room, I mean, it brought me to my knees on more than um, on more than one occasion. It really, really did. And so yeah, so that's that's more about my experience that I had at Grace, New York last weekend. Um, I'm so grateful to have been able to dance between participating and just observing and witnessing. I am so grateful that my calling has brought me to this place in my life where this is what I get to go and do. Um, And Krista, my sweet, sweet sister, friend, mentor, she's going to be on the show. She's going to be on the show um, in late October, and she's going to be talking more about self-care and about showing up for ourselves because we moms and dads, you know, we have a lot on our plate. We have a lot on our plate. And typically, not for all of us and not all of the time, but a lot of the time we feel guilty when we take time for ourselves. And for those of you out there that are like, not me, you know, hallelujah, talk about it. Please let your friends know how you show up that way for yourself because there is a lot of parents out there who feel like, well, you know, I've got 20 years and I just need to put everybody first and and my time will come after the kids are out of the house. And I'm here to say, girls and boys, your time is now. Your time is this present moment. So figuring out how to be how to be in relationship with yourself, how to recognize what it is that you need, how to ask for what you need and how to make time for what you need is going to be more beneficial to your family than anything else you can do. It's really it's really important for you to know that and for you to hear that message. And I'm so excited for Krista to come um, later this month and talk more about it because she's brilliant and I love her. So yeah, and if you want to know more about Grace, um, we are having a workshop here in Seattle, woohoo, in November that I'm, again, going to talk more about with Krista. But um, if you look in the show notes, I'm going to put the link for the Seattle workshop in the show notes. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. If you're still on and listening out there, thank you for listening and for letting me ramble about this because it was a really, really powerful experience. And I had no idea I was going to talk about it for 25 minutes. Holy cow. Um, Big love to every single one of you out there. I'm so grateful that you keep tuning in and listening to this. I know that I have really amazing, amazing guests on the show. And the feedback I'm getting from you all is that you feel the same way. And I just have to tell you, I am in love with podcasting. This is such a fun way 
to just be out in the world and um and it wouldn't be happening if you weren't subscribing through iTunes iTunes if you weren't you know clicking in through the website so yes and to those of you that have been suggesting people for me to have on the show keep doing that you know you can do that through the speakpipe app you can do that through the comments on the website or just shoot me an email casey at joyfulcourage.com get in touch let me know what you love and let me know what you want more of and who you'd like to see on the show because i'm totally open to that big time Um, and i want your feedback so give me your feedback Okay. And if you're not already, check out Live and Love with Joyful Courage on Facebook. It's a Facebook group, um, community of parents who are all working on being positive discipline parents, being in relationship with your, their kids. I'm on there all the time offering prompts for conversation. People are chiming in with their own issues and questions. And it's just a really powerful, supportive community of parents on Facebook. So yeah, join us. All right. I love you people. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.